Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. WGR Sports Radio 550 presents. I get sick of anyone that Josiah is learning not to rub his face on the microphone. Sports Talk Saturday. I already heard that sound from Geary with his stupid mustache once. I don't need it again. Stop it! How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? You know whose mouths have been in that that microphone? <laughs> Wait, in? On. <laughs> Who's doing sports talk wrong? Not WGR. Who's eating the mic? Who's eating the mic? What's going on? All right. <laughs> I'll keep a distance. Yeah, you're learning your lesson, that's all. Sports Radio 550. Oh, man. Sometimes you get some new stuff, and uh, it reminds you of the stupidity that you said. That's listen, a good one. Listen, it's a hard lesson to learn that you can't eat the mic when yeah, you're don't, talking. Don't put <laughs> the mic in your mouth. Just don't do it. It's not a, it's not a good thing. So, welcome in Sports Talk Saturday. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman here with you on this fine Week 18 weekend of NFL football. The end of the NFL regular season is here. There's plenty of chaos about. And Bills fans are about to have to change allegiances uh, as it suits them. uh, By the hour, almost. And um, last week... Kyle was here. We were poking fun at how um, I have this nice, fancy little blue mic cover. But we got nice mic covers all all over the station now. Um, Is there one in the producer studio, Evan? Nope. It's the same one. Evan's still got the garbage. That's fine. Sorry, Evan. That's fine. (laughs) He'll get there. We'll we'll get there. Hey, again, week at a time. We had this one. Now we've got these ones. The next one's yours. Uh, that's, That's my hope. Uh, we're we're making progress here. I hope so too. Mic one, covers one mic one mic cover at a time. One we're mic changing cover things at a time. We are changing the world. One mic cover at a time. At least this studio. And don't put it in your mouth. And that was not, that wasn't that wasn't my <laughs> problem. That wasn't your problem. It was our pal's problem. It wasn't even his problem. I mean, you it just wasn't said a the wrong word. It wasn't a problem for him. No. But until we said something, and then it was, yes. then it was like ah. Then I was like, no, I don't need people rubbing up on the mic covers. I know that this like this one's new. Uh, I, I'm still not doing it. I mean, don't do it. It doesn't. I'll it walk doesn't out. even pop in my head. Okay, good. Yeah, I would walk out. Because TJ, for people that don't know, TJ's got a lot of beard. Yeah. So that's a lot of beard that would be hitting the microphone. Yeah. And if anybody was listening that day, that's like <laughs> what. Josiah was doing, and then we were like, hey, we need new mic covers. That's all we got to (laughs) say. Anyway, Sports Talk Saturday. Uh, Let's talk about sports. I don't know why I looked at my phone. One of 
one of our one of our teammates with the eleven day power play. Okay, he just texted me saying, "Don't you ever tell me what to do." Oh, okay. <laughs> we can we can call him by name. He was on our our radio waves. It's fine. Oh, uh, uh, Sean. Oh, Sean. McHugh. Oh, Sean. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, no, that's Sh- different. Sean texted me he's like, "Don't you ever tell me." That's that's much different. That's much different. Anyway, so anyway, um, we're off, we're as off the rails as we like to be uh, with our five first minutes segment. in. Yeah, five, five minutes, minutes in. in, we're just a tire fire, and that's exactly what you're going to get every week. Uh, you'll get the real stuff in, in a little bit too. Um, it's just hey, that's what we do. That's who we are. Uh, Sabers they play today. Um, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> they they do this every time. Where <laughs> yep. I come into this building and they tantalize you with the hope. <laughs> but um, they, they get keep, the Penguins tonight. Yep. They finally beat a bad team. Uh, you're, absolutely. No, honestly, <laughs> that's, that's huge. a weird thing to say. That's huge. That's huge. No, they, the Sabres, they're, they're, they're doing that thing where it's like, they have a few, a couple bad games, and then you're like, I'm totally out on them. And then they come back and they have a six to one game against Montreal. Evan says they finally beat a bad team, which like that's been the problem this entire year is they're winning against all the good teams, but they can't beat any of the bad teams when you think they should beat the bad teams. So it's frustrating. They're so frustrating. They're so if frustrating. We're gonna, if we're gonna start on the Sabers. I, I didn't I want know to we start got a couple too Bills far. Guests we got later. a couple Bills guests. Uh, Josh Reed joining us at 11.40. Uh, and um, Bruce Nolan joining us at about 12.15 uh, in the second hour. So we will have plenty of Bills to go over here. But yeah, I guess we can start a little bit on the Sabres here uh, and totally break structure. What is structure? I don't plan this show. I was going to say. I do. I kind of plan the show, but I don't fully plan the show. Okay. Um I, I we, don't, we don't have to start with Sabres if you've already planned something else. I give us, like, some form of, like, a compass, and then I throw it immediately. Well, yeah. That's our direction, wherever the compass goes. That's, Not where it points, wherever it goes. That's sensible to me. <laughs> As a person with a scattered brain yes. logic, that's, scattered, totally, smooth, that's totally sensible. Scattered brains, smooth brains, that's what we've got here. You never need to, you never need to stay on, on one topic. Yes. You can just kind of go all over the place. But I think one of and the everybody cool, will stay with you. Yeah, one of the cool things, though, reeling it back into the Sabres a little bit, is uh, Jack Quinn's awesome. And that is an irrefutable point it's as of true. now. Like, you can go ahead and hate on the Sabres as much as you want. You hate on Jack Quinn, i got a problem. Jack Quinn for you're wrong. right. Jack Quinn for since he's been back, the seven games he's been back. The games where the Sabres just seem totally out of it. He's the only one I see trying to create scoring chances, doing anything with the puck that seems positive. Uh him and his line out there. Uh but whenever anybody else is out there, I'm sorry, but like Tage Thompson has there's a lot of big ticket guys that have been having rough starts the year. Tage has obviously been injured, but there's so many guys you need more out of. So thank goodness Jack Quinn showed up and said, I'm here. I'm good. You've needed me for this whole time. I think it's very good that we're seeing how important of a piece he is to this team right now and moving forward. But also, we're at a point where you're. it's January 6th. You're halfway through the year already, and... You're nowhere. 
Yeah, and I nowhere. hate that they're nowhere. And that's the part that's the frustration. Like they are nowhere relatively. And you know, long term, I don't want to take away from them long term, but short term, right now, where I expected them to be in the middle of a race, feels like a punch in the gut. It really does. Like especially, you were betrayed. Especially when the lead up to the season was, they're ready to take the next step. Mm-hmm. So. It's difficult to see them not taking that next step, but also thinking they still have a positive future. But there's some guys on this team where you don't want to you don't want to waste anybody's prime. And I don't want to say they're wasting Tage Thompson's prime, but Tage is older than a lot of the core. Uh, he's the one of the older ones. Alex Tuck is Alex I think Tuck is the oldest. There. Um, so I worry a little bit about those guys of the core, by the way, of the core. people are going to hear that and go of the core. He's not the oldest, like, yeah, yeah of the core players that are going to be here. Those are two of the guys. I don't want to say I worry about them the most, but age curves and all, I don't want that to be, I want them to be a part of it from a team perspective, but also just want that to happen while they're. Firing on all cylinders, which is a funny thing to say when I just said Tage is not having a great start to the year, first half of the season. Yeah, all you want is for them to just put it together. That's all it is. For sure. That's that's the only ask of this. And I do know that, yes, they are the most frustrating team, and they have done the same old Sabres shtick to us, and it's not cool. Um, It just, uh, like last week I was so mad at them, after I talked with Paul I wrote them off I'm like all right show me something and maybe we'll finally say a little bit again about you and they did they went up to Montreal and whooped on them so here we are again but it is just this here's the part that's the most frustrating tonight win a second game in a row for the love of God for the second time this season for the second time this season you can win a game in a row I think that's how you say the phrase. I don't care how you say the phrase. I'm going to say it as stupidly as the statistic has been. It's it's really impressive. One in 13. Like, how do you do that? It's very impressive. And yes, I know there's overtime losses in there and all this other yada yada. I don't care about the yada yada. I care about the fact that they have won one time. Excuse it, me. One in... Oh yeah, yeah. One in fifteen now. One in fifteen yeah. chances. Oh no, one won in fourteen. The second game in a row. Yeah. This Still. tonight's tonight's the fifteenth chance. Yeah, tonight's the fifteenth chance. Yeah. Like for the love of everything, like you're one in fourteen after a win. What are you guys doing? Like put it together and you've got a chance again. Like the Kraken have done it. Kraken are eight zero and two in their last ten. That's wild, bonkers, bonanza, party time, including seven wins in a row. I feel like every year you get that one random team that has that crazy winning streak. I think years ago it was like the Blue Jackets went on a crazy 20-game winning streak. That's pretty much what the Sabres need to yeah, they get need, back into they need a, anything. They need a very large points streak that has a lot more wins than overtime losses in order to do that. And the first step is, for the love of everything, win a second game in a row. Like I, we're, starting, we're starting real small here, and you got to clear that hurdle. And not trip over it. I've tripped over hurdles before. It sucks. Stop doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah. It another thing another thing they could do is try to play more games for overtime and at least get that point. I feel like a lot of times they're taking those losses and a lot of their losses are regulation losses. A lot of those overtime losses are I got to look at the overtime losses, but I know There's only four of them. A couple of them at least one of them were because they had a lead and squandered it. Yes. It has to be at least a Tampa, of them. the first the win first of the season. One. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that wasn't an overtime loss, but it was an overtime where they had the lead and squandered it. Right. Um, they lost in overtime to Carolina. They lost in overtime to Washington. That was that was a game where they had a lead, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Montreal, you ended up in a shootout. Yeah. And lost that. Uh, obviously, the Rangers game, that was one where you... You were in control, yep. and you ended up having a fight and ultimately lost. It just it, It's the same thing with this team, the tire spinning. And all, all we're asking for right now is that you put together something that resembles a competent hockey team. They are not a very streaky team this year. They have only, only two times have they lost more than two games in a row even. But the problem is, alternating back and forth at its best would get you to 82 points. That's not enough. That's not enough. You need to do better. And their inability at this point to put it to, to put a couple of wins together, of course, is going to have people calling for the coach to get fired. That's not happening. Um, let's be real about this, okay? Yeah. If Granado were to get canned, and they promote, say, Matt Ellis, a man that they didn't even trust to be an interim coach for a day or for a weekend. Like, what would I, I would probably run myself into a stop sign face first? I think you're putting a little bit too much into they don't trust him to do it. Well, I'm, yeah. I think it was more of a that was more of a decision by the coaching staff in general of they're working on their stuff right now. Yeah, it just so I don't I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to put that too much on that. But I, I. I say it in the sense of like, the Emmerichs had games that weekend too. That's true. And they took Appert away. That's true. So, I will say that I did appreciate hearing Appert on Saturday after the win. Um, hearing him talk, I, I don't want to say it was refreshing, but it was nice to hear how communicative the entire organization is between Adams and Granado and and Appert. Appert saying that they are talking to each other constantly every day. Which was one of the failures of uh, of the Tim Murray. 100%. Era, 100%. Was there was no communication with Rochester. They were left on an island. And and then Jason Brochel came in and cared a little too much, I think, about Rochester. Among other things, and we don't need to talk about these last guys um, anymore. Because still, granted, how different is the pain? I guess. I mean, when we talk about all these uh, all these failures of the Sabers over the past twelve years, it's all kind of the same now. It's all this. It's all different forms of hurt, but it's hurt. Uh, it's annoying. It's frustrating, and it's just the same thing. And yet, even at their best. In a league where half the teams make it, they still manage to fail at the accidentally making it part by one point. They also they're weird, man. Didn't accidentally make the random year where oh, right. yeah. twenty four teams made it. Oh, ready? 
by one point. By one point. So even in the years where they could accident their way into the playoffs, they still have failed at that. That they are the wildest team in the entire sports world at this point. Like, yeah, the Bills have 17 years of playoff drought history, and to your God, do not match that number as a hockey team. Uh, but also, Eas- easily, oh, like if, oh. when you when you get down to it, if that streak lasts just as long, oh, it's God. worse for the Sabers. It's worse. It's worse now. It, yeah, it already is worse. It's already worse now. We're heading toward year 13, and. It's not that nothing won't get done. Kevin Adams will likely take this medicine, it don't taste good, and try to do something to fix it. Especially when you have players like Noah Osland playing well in the World Juniors. You know what's a great thing you could do with that kind of performance? Flip it! I am obsessed with that idea. Flip it! Flip it for something cool. Watching his name pop up. The amount of times I hear about, like, Carolina's maybe interested in trading Jacob Slavin, and I'm like, what? Or, like, Brett Pesci, and I'm like, give me that! Give right. me one of those. Yep. That's cool. Yep. That's a really, that's a stable defenseman for your top four, and you don't have to overwork Samuelson anymore, and it's like, yes, give me that. Yep. That seems cool. They're, what do you mean you don't want to pay that price? Pay it! They're they're getting to the point where they, I don't want to say they're going to run out of lineup spots for their prospects, but they've got to find ways to use that to their advantage without Getting rid of everything in the cupboard. Right. So yeah, there's a there is a fine line, but here's the real analogy to me. They have real American currency sitting at a monopoly table. Use it. You have that many prospects that I've got a legit fifty dollar bill here. You want to make a trade? I'll give you. I'll give me Park Place. I'll give you the real money. Yeah, I think that's something we're not getting until the trade deadline or the offseason. As much as I would love to talk about the idea of an in-season trade on today, January 6, 2024, I just don't. It's not how the NHL operates. It's not how GMs operate. I'm expecting... Here's what I'll say. I expect something to happen this year at the trade deadline. I expect some sort of move for the now in the future that should be, I don't want to say I expect a big move, but this is the time now. It's time to start cashing in. It's time to start putting every, what, what, what's the, what's the metaphor I'm looking for here? Do you know what I'm saying? Like you have, you have these pieces assembled one way or the other. You've lucked into a, uh, Great player, I don't want to say lucked into a great player in Tage because he was a first-round pick and you traded for him, but he wasn't really doing much until he had that great season. You put him at center. I feel like... It got easier. It did. It should have been easier. It did. And it, it, it got to a point where it's like, oh, they're much more ahead of where I thought they were. Right. When they traded Jack Eichel, right? Yes. Like That's the other thing. This team traded a, a franchise centerpiece. And say what you want about the attitude or um, or the um, or your opinion of Eichel, the guy was a dynamic talent, still is, and has routinely shown it since his injury recovery. And that's not easy to recover from. But the Sabers managed to go ahead and keep themselves afloat after doing that. So yeah, you think that they're ahead of schedule, but right now this season is a brutal reminder that yes, they were still going through a rebuild, and. 
while you do like I, I expected better from them this year. And I'm not going to say that that's irresponsible of me. It's not irresponsible of any of us to think that. You saw the young talent. You saw it thrive. And now you're thinking, okay, get better goaltending. Okay, you didn't get better. I, you didn't get better. I but. think what was irresponsible of us was us saying, oh, look, they're bringing back the same forward group that scored the third most goals in the league last year. I'm not going to. Yeah, like you would have. Ni- I kept saying it. You would like a nice shot in the arm, especially with the cover that you have stacked up. Yeah. Um, But. I remember that Pat Kane talk and everything like that, and I kept saying, dear God, no. Uh, why? Jack Quinn's coming back. And, yeah, Jack Quinn's not Pat Kane, but you know what he is? He is a staple to a young core that uh, needs to be there going forward. And I'm not getting in the way of his minutes when it comes to signing someone off of an injury. Kane's been Kane, empty calorie point producer, but... The Red Wings haven't necessarily thrived with him. He hasn't. He's been Kane, exactly what you'd expect. He gets points, but how beneficial is it to the team? In a in a Sabres lineup where they're more tuned to offense, uh, you'd have to find a way to shelter him. But also in a Sabres offense that needs a shot in the arm and needs the offense, I don't know. The more I look back on that, the more it's just like, do we? Detroit's just as leaky as Buffalo on defense. That's true. So that's the thing. That's true. Uh, that's that's why, like, when he picked Detroit, it's like, okay, man, you did the same. He picked basically the same kind you, of thing, right? You were you were picking between two teams, well, kind of. Detroit was up in the standings. They were third in the they Atlantic. They sure were. Um, they've actually lost positions since bringing in Kane. <laughs> so, the snarky part of food, me could be like, oh, thought. hey, yeah, but no, like, <laughs> it's a net neutral at that point, right? Like, of course, would I like to see, like to have seen Kane over, like, bringing Zemgus Gergensen back in the lineup? Yeah, of course, but that's not the role he's playing. He's going to be taking minutes away from Quinn or Paterka, guys that have actually been good uh, on this team that has struggled and underperformed. Yeah. Don't touch those guys. Those guys have been fine. Like, does that take away Benson's minutes? Like, there's a lot to it that I just, I never was on board for. And then, of course, there are going to be naysayers to be like, oh, you could have used him now. And it's like, yeah, I guess. But where would they be differently in the standings, really? Because the problem that they're having is that they are just as leaky as they were last year. They're not at the downright bottom, but they're close. They're just as leaky and they can't score as much. Exactly. And that's the problem that we're having. It's also just, you know, I, I it just, it, it stinks. It, it stinks. It's all... Poopy caca, nobody likes it. We're not having a good time, but I'm I'm back to stable about them. I'm now just normal irritated and not writing them off. They're dead to me irritated. Here's where where I'm at. Uh, The U.S. national team won the World Junior Tournament. Couldn't care less. I mean, congratulations. Yeah, no, it's awesome for them. I'm so tired of hockey prospect talk. Yes. Not, I mean, I loved Oslin hitting a dab uh, with, that a, was cool. with a game-sealing that was cool. breakaway goal. That was cool. But the level of cool that is for me at this point <laughs> of seeing Sabres prospects do well in those tournaments, cool. I, I They're like, drumming up enough interest so that somebody might trade for them exactly. for a good player. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm on team flip the house. Let's go. Yeah. Make the profit. But go, don't. Go swing big for a guy. Swing big for a guy. But but also, don't take too many swings. Don't don't go Tim. <laughs> yes. Take a big swing for a guy. Don't go Tim Murray. That's a very easy line to avoid crossing. 
is the way to say it. All right. We're moving on for Sabres. We got it out of our system. Um, and I'm not moving on necessarily like the same reason from last week. I'm moving on because, well, we got some Bills playoff scenarios that we have to look at. We have a Bills-Dolphins game that is for the right to be the two-seed in the and the AFC's champion. And we'll be able to, in a little bit, talk with Josh Reed, be able to hear from him and uh, and get some wisdom on what the Bills are doing with this season. I just looked at the standings, and I just realized that the Washington Capitals have 90 goals on the year. We think the Sabres have been bad. This is just a um, dog-saw-squirrel moment right here. Uh, the Washington Capitals have 90 goals. And are somehow six points ahead of the Sabres in the standings. 90 goals. That's 27 less than the Sabres have scored. They, they're they a minus 24 goal differential. Oh, my God. Hockey's stupid. Toronto Maple Leafs have like eight overtime wins this year, seven overtime losses. They're like the worst point merchants, total frauds in my book. And yet here the Sabres are just not getting any of those bounces. Yeah. Four shootout wins for Toronto. It's like the Leafs are very lucky. Why do we do this? The Leafs are very lucky to have Austin Matthews. Yes. But like why do why do we do this? Why do we why do we cheer why do we watch sports when all it does is make us irritated? It's Is that why we do it? Is it because it makes us irritated? It it uh it lets us it doesn't it's, enrich it's my life. Our, I'm going to say that right it's now. It's one of our more rudimentary <laughs> ways of knowing we can feel things. We're all sadists. That's all this is. <laughs> all right. We'll talk with uh, with Josh Reed in a little bit here. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman. This is Sports Talk Saturday. You're listening to WGR. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.